We're live. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Shensky, the supplement engineer. Joining me as always, my Polish brother from another mother, Mr. Lucas Ritkowski, Prometheus Intelligent Sports Technology. Uh, the other two scallywags of our uh, quintuplet quadruplets of uh, the Final Scoop Podcast will be joining us imminently. Um, we're a little bit late today because we had our next door neighbor's son was turning sick. So we've been over there for the past three hours hanging out. Uh, enjoying all sorts of cake, hot dogs, libations, polo sausages, and whatnot. Regardless, we're here. Please post up any comments, questions, queries, quips, or smart-ass remarks you have for us, and we'll get to anything and everything over the course of the next time that we're here with you today. My man, Lucas, how is life in Poland? All good. All good? The sun, the sun is shining. I, can I look nice, nice and bright. Nice and shiny. <laughs> nice and shiny, my man. Yeah, man. Okay, this way I can see because I have this little camera. It is pointed right here, so I can't uh -huh. see your face at the time. So if I'm trying to figure out, let's do that. I look at it that way. I can see your facial expressions because otherwise, if I put it right there, I can't see anything but your forehead and your chin. So I'm going to put it <laughs> down here. That's good. We'll, we'll the less, the less you see, the better. <laughs> there we go. That, that never, I was going to make a comment that was probably not kosher, so I won't say it. Otherwise, that'll get us in trouble with the uh, YouTube gods. Anyway. Hey, by the way, I, uh, I saw your review on uh, uh, Robbie's uh, latest uh, protein powder flavor. What's your thoughts? It was interesting. Is it, well, first off, have you ever had Ruby chocolate before? No. It's it's uh, it's a diff it's a name that I am not familiar with. So uh, yeah, because I mean, obviously it's in it's in Europe, and I mean, Apollon does such a shitty job with their proteins anyway. So I thought, you know, <laughs> what's up, yeah, bro? Sandy, Sandy, Sandy said something that it it tastes like a bubble gum or something, right? Yeah, she said it's like it's like pink bubble gum, and so. Robbie, Luke, we just got started a second and a half ago. Lucas was saying, how is the uh, the ruby chocolate protein? He just finished seeing Santa and I's review of it. It's something, and I asked him, have you ever tried that before? Is it a thing in Poland? Because obviously it, it was started in Europe. And I, have, I even tried to do a search on Amazon or some of the local grocery stores around us. Nobody sells anything ruby chocolate. So, but... Overall, I like the flavor. I did it in my yogurt bowl last night because I mentioned in the review that I think this would taste good in my nightly yogurt bowl, and that's the last thing I eat in the evenings. And for the listeners at home that have not heard me talk about this before, it is six to eight ounces of Greek yogurt, um, a scoop of protein powder. I put in some cinnamon, astragalus, lion's mane mushroom, shiitake mushroom, reishi mushroom, uh, cordyceps mushroom, and some spirulina. So I need a really good tasting protein to cover up all of this other nasty botanicals that I'm putting in there. And even with all of that in there, the ruby chocolate, like the fruity flavor of the ruby chocolate marries so well with everything and can mask it and complements the, the frozen mixed berries and frozen strawberries that I have in there. Um, and it's just, it's awesome. It works really well on that application. So I like it in that combination with um, like the oatmeal, the oats, the other frozen fruits, the yogurt, and all the other little mushrooms and spirulina and stragglers that I'm putting in there. I think it works really well on that side because I don't want I don't want a really dark, thick chocolate protein. I don't want something too sweet. 
but that balances well. The ruby chocolate balances well with the tang of the Greek yogurt and the mixture of all of the other fruits and, you know, mushrooms that are in there. So I like it. In that application, that's something that works really well. I don't want the peanut butter cookie at night. I don't want chocolate or vanilla. I just, I like a fruitier flavor. So there's a coconut ice cream protein that I'll use sometimes uh, from One Up that blends really well in there. The ruby chocolate works really well. The wild strawberry from Apollon works really well. Um, so yeah, those are the, the ones I tend to gravitate towards more for that. Uh, but yeah, I, I like it. So yet again, it's uh, another quality release from you guys, Robbie. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea was basically pitched to us by a very, very, very good friend. And um, <clears throat> we, we we kind of like had also no idea what the fuck it is. But the thing is, is that it's all about, I mean, if you look at, at different flavors today, they pretty much... Um, the, the very, very, even the ones that are kind of like seem like they like out there, they really not. I mean, you know, I mean, there are fruit cereal flavors. There are like different candy flavors. Um, at the end of the day, everything revolves. And I keep coming back to this about, uh, you know, about chocolate and vanilla. Those are yeah. like pretty much the leaders and nobody comes close. I mean, that's just kind of like a done deal. Kind of like we talked about optimal nutrition. You know, nobody can touch them. Everybody else is like fucking fighting for a second place. Um, so the same thing is uh, with this. Uh, nobody's trying to beat chocolate and vanilla. But um, I'm actually, I don't want to do what other brands do, having like fucking 53 different flavors. As I think from a business perspective, I don't think it doesn't do shit. Um, you know, and I think it, it's a huge expense. Maybe if the company is a multi-million billion dollar company and they have money just to burn, then they can do it. I mean, we've been trying to do different products, different uh, ingredients, different whatnot. But to fuck around with flavors, I just don't see a reason for it. You know, we actually had this argument about the Hooligan right now. The Hooligan, uh, the car and the Hooligan 6 is performing better than we expected it's just a fucking huge hit mm -hmm. and we have three flavors and uh, you know we thought like well maybe we should like replace one flavor or two flavors and kind of keep going yeah. but the truth is all three flavors are selling spectacular um you know it's hooligan it's just you know what it does there's no point you know maybe adding a fourth flavor event for fun yeah but Ruby Chocolate was like, when I looked it up, I was like, oh, holy shit, you know, it's popular in Europe. It's very popular in UK. It's a, it's a cool chocolate that I've never heard about. Then a friend of mine told me that they sell it at, uh, at Whole Foods. We tried it. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I'm going to lie if I'm going to say, wow, that's the best chocolate I've ever had because it's not, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I know also people, in fact, I heard some people like it. Some people don't like it, just like everything in life. Uh, but I appreciate it. I thought it was actually pretty cool. I thought it was like a nice little dessert. Mm -hmm. uh, we took it to the manufacturer. I actually bought Ruby chocolate, uh, and I took it to the manufacturer. I was like, can you do this? They flavored it on a first try. It was pretty good, but it was a bit of a mess. Second try, they nailed it, and it came pretty accurate. Um, you know, so I was like, do we market it as white chocolate and raspberry? Well, it does remind you a little bit of that, but it's really not because it's, it's, it's different. Does it remind you a little bit of a bubble gum? Um, I have a friend of mine who lived in Israel and there's a very, very popular Israeli, uh, gum, chewing gum called bazooka. It's mm -hmm. a very, very popular brand. 
in Israel, and we were like, shit, it does taste a little bit like bazooka, you know, it's, it's very actually yeah. similar. So you can actually compare it to anything that you think. So, I mean, Sandy is not exactly wrong. It does have a hint of bubble gum. It, you can mm -hmm. definitely identify, especially with the American audience, that bubble gum is kind of big over here. If they're going to identify with that, which is not wrong. I mean, you can identify with whatever you want. Uh, there are similarities. But at the end, I like what Robert says. It's just a good tasting flavor. Is mm -hmm. it something that I will drink on a daily basis permanent? Uh, per, uh, personally, no. I'm still a big fan of chocolate vanilla, and I'm going to keep saying it. But is it something that I would like to drink here and there? Absolutely. It's a great tasting flavor. I would like to try what Robert said, you know, try it with the yogurt or something like that. It probably tastes good. Yeah. I assume that it probably could, uh, would taste good with cream of rice or oatmeal. Definitely. Um, it's sweet, but it's not overly sweet. Um, it's just, you know, it's just, put it this way. If I didn't know any better, I would say like, okay, this tastes good. And that's pretty much it. Without trying to compare it, what does it taste like? What does it remind me of? I mean, it's really unnecessary. At the end of the day, it's just a good fucking flavor. It, it's creamy. It makes us good with water. It's, it's great. Yeah, agreed. Contortion. I got your question. We're going to come back to it in a second because this was this will be a fun topic of discussion. I want to get one more thing about Robbie. So, uh, as far as the protein flavoring, and for the listeners, this is going to be solely relegated to Robbie's experience with his manufacturer. This doesn't apply universally to every sports nutrition or supplement company with their manufacturer and flavoring in the flavor houses. But Robbie, you mentioned that you tried the first batch of Ruby chocolate. You weren't nuts about it. It was okay, but not up to your standards. How does that go when you're working with your particular manufacturer for your protein? Do you say you need more sweetness? I need more of this. Or do you just say it's not working? You need to try this again. Do y'all get specific in what you want more of? Or is it more of, hey, we need you guys to try something different because this is off? It's a very, very complicated question. It's a fucking brilliant question, but it's very complicated and hard to answer. The reason is, is because if we take chocolate, right? Chocolate is chocolate. You're either going to like chocolate or you're not going to like chocolate. So Correct. that comes down to personal preference. And I can go around the gym and ask, like, do you like this chocolate or you don't like this chocolate? So say, I always go with majority rules. Even if I'm not the majority, I'm still going to mm -hmm. go with the majority. If people say, uh, you know what, this needs to be sweeter or darker or more milky or whatever, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say, like, overwhelmingly, this is what people want. Now, with uh, ruby chocolate, you know, if we use that as an example, well, that actually has to resemble something. Yeah. we actually saying that it's a flavor based on a particular, very particular chocolate. So there has to be a similarity. So now you have two things. Number one, it has to resemble the chocolate. It won't be identical because it's identical. It, it's different texture and different product, mm -hmm. but it still has to be similar similar in color, similar in taste. So when you take ruby chocolate, I mean the chocolate itself, and you're drinking ruby chocolate protein, there has to be similarities where you're going to say like, well, this is, you know, similar. Yeah. Now there is the other aspect. It can be similar, but it can taste like shit. You know, it can be overly bitter. So like, okay, yeah, it resembles the chocolate, but it's bitter as fuck, or it's too sweet, or it's this. So it's the same process where... Uh, everybody who is in office, and typically there is about three or four or five of us, uh, you know, I mean, we usually go, I'm trying it, um, 
Carolina will try it. Jose, who is obviously, you know, he's a sales director, so he needs to try it. And somebody else will try it as well. So there's going to be a couple of people within the office. Then we take samples and we go outside. Whoever is at the gym, it doesn't matter. It has to be random. So whoever is working out at the gym, we go around serving people like, can you give us your opinion? What do you think? Right. We take all that together and we try to form a feedback. You know, overwhelmingly, 90% people like it uh, if they know what the flavor is and say like, well, yeah, definitely resigned. For example, you know, the fruit cereal that we have in um, Isoblast, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted it to resemble fruity pebbles and fruit loops and stuff like that. Yeah. So when people take it they're like, oh, shit, it tastes like fruit loops. You know, you got it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, taking all that into account, now I can go back to the manufacturer and say like, okay, you know what? It tastes similar, but it's bitter. It tastes yeah. similar, but it toned down the sweetness a little bit. People said it is too sweet. Uh, it's not similar. It doesn't even resemble the flavor at all. So you have to make changes, especially since I gave you a chocolate bar. You can test it yourself and see for yourself that it's not really. So, I mean, those are the factors that you take into account until you get it as close as possible where you have another round and everybody likes it. For most part, we've been lucky with our manufacturing where usually it doesn't take more than two or three trials and they pretty much nail it. But sometimes it gets complicated. Like for example, Enigma coconut lime. That was a bitch. That was a fucking bitch. Because Chainsaw coconut lime was so fucking popular. It's awesome. It's a great flavor. Just people loved it so much. And it didn't really taste like chainsaw, like coconut lime. It just tasted so freaking good. Yeah. It was done by the same manufacturer. But now the ingredients are different. So we're like, that flavor is so popular. It tastes like that. Yeah. They send you a batch and it doesn't. They send you another batch and it doesn't. Too much coconut, too bitter, too this, too that. Or it's not. And we're like, listen, guys, you making change the coconut line. Make it taste as close as possible to that because people will compare and they go like, well, they try to be defensive and they say, yeah, but it's different ingredients. It's different product. It can't taste the same. I understand. I don't give a fuck. Right. It's yeah. At the end of the day, it's your name on that product. They've got to deliver what you expect. So coconut lime, I'll be honest with you, I think we had maybe 10 or 12 different rounds. Mm -hmm. And at one point, we almost gave up and said, guys, forget about it. We're not even going to release it. You know, yeah. well, finally, they got it and, you know, nailed it. But, you know, I mean, until you get it right, you can be a little bit more lenient with, you know, Lucas, I'm pretty sure, as a user and somebody who's experienced, he's not going to give a fuck about how pre-workout tastes. But he will give a shit how intra-workout tastes, how protein tastes as a consumer, yeah. but also as somebody who is selling supplements, you know, his customers are not going to buy if he doesn't taste good. So, you know, it's it, it's a process, but it has to be done. Very well put. Is there ever a desire, has it ever crossed your mind to manufacture your own products? Oh, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I've been talking about it for the past year or so. And uh, I won't deny, I mean, still, I'm even checking some of the machine for capsules and stuff like that. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I don't know shit about it. Just like I didn't know shit about supplements a couple of years yeah. ago. I think it's a process. I'm willing to entertain the idea. I'm looking into how much it costs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm the type of person that I like to take my time. 
And I believe when you rush something, you tend to overlook certain aspects and you might get burned. So as of right now, is it something that I'm desperate to do? It's a must at all costs? No. Oh, is it something that I'm open? I'm kind of actively, passively looking into? Definitely. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder at what point you grow as a company, do you start thinking, maybe maybe we should start do this? And obviously, you have great relationships with your manufacturers. But at some point, you realize, I could save a little bit and you know pass these savings on to the consumer or maximize my profit margin further i mean obviously it's a business after all so you want to make money to a certain extent that's the whole reason for starting a business you want to you have the consumer's best interest at heart most companies do i'll put that caveat in there at the same time you're also starting because you want to provide a living for you and your family and you know those close to you and all of that stuff uh so i wonder if if you're always trying to maximize and optimize your business structure at what point where's that tipping point of going okay let's jump into the manufacturing room and start handling it or at least maybe Maybe not necessarily all of it first, because doing proteins and RTDs and that kind of stuff is a massive undertaking comparing to just doing capsules by themselves. Um, so that's it's always yeah, interesting. Machines are not that expensive. Of course, they're expensive, and you know you need one or two people to operate them. Yeah. When it comes to blending powders and stuff like that, I mean the amount of space that they take, people that it takes, you know, effort that it takes. Obviously, yeah. you know, it's a massive investment. It's a massive. I mean, the obviously. The return on your investment is there because number one, you're going to manufacture your own product, so you're going to save money. But you can also squeeze some other companies to manufacture for. So that also opens kind of the door to possibilities. But um, we kind of, you know, we had a meeting last night, uh, me, Kay, and Marina, and we were talking about, you know, right now. I talked to you yesterday also about it. Uh, and you already know how big we're planning to do the seminar. I let you on the secrets. Yep. I mean, that takes planning. That takes a lot of effort. Yeah. The company is still a very, very small company. And you have me and KB actively running the company. Of course, we have a couple of people helping us. But we cannot afford having thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars spent on staff and whatnot. And plus, it's not only about staff it's also about people that care like yeah. you know another example lucas actually gave me a very solid brilliant idea a couple of days ago i you know and lucas is not and never was on a palm's payroll this is a friend who's been just helping out and you know and i'm, I'm grateful that i have friends who are willing to help me to help out and actually genuinely care about the, the friend yeah but the truth is is that multitasking and doing so many things at the same time it's just humanly impossible you know i actually went off on one friend yesterday who was texting me just random bullshit non-stop for about two three hours and and i was in the middle of a meeting and at the same time i was communicating on the phone with a couple of people and this bullshit was coming non-stop and i was trying to be nice and at one point or another i was like you know what just fuck off you know, I can't do this because this is just way too much. I don't have the time for it. Yeah. So it's just, it's very, very hard, you know, to, to manufacturing will take a lot of money, a lot of work. And right now we're trying to get a new warehouse and upon offices going, which takes a lot of our time. We're still releasing just like I promised a new product on a monthly basis and new flavors. We're actually doing the same as we did in 21, if not better. Um, you know, there travel I'm, I'm going away again next week uh there's just so much involved and 
just to do it on such a large, um, you know, um, it, it's not possible, I guess. It's, it's not possible. I mean, it is possible. It is possible. But at the same time, if you're going to spread yourself thin so much, uh, where you're going to end up, you, you can't. You have to concentrate and do a, you, you do something good and focusing on one task in hand rather than spreading yourself thin and doing multitasking. And then, you know, you just cannot get it right because you're doing so much and cannot give yourself 100%. Good. All right. That works. Hi, Maria. Hi, Simon. Creamy. I see your question. We're going to get to it. We've uh, contortions been waiting in line patiently. Uh, we're going to tackle this one first, and then we'll get to the rest of the comments and questions and keep them going, everybody. We appreciate it. Also, make sure to kick the like button, judo smash it, judo chop it, karate chop it, whatever you want to do, the like button. Just make sure you click it. Contortion. Is there a reason over time V3 does not have any Huberzine A? It seems to be a popular ingredient in a lot of nootropic formulas. Fair question. If you take every single nootropic ingredient and try to put it in one product, your product is not going to be affordable, plain and simple. It's just not realistic. Is Hooper's in a good product uh, ingredient? Yes, it is. Although it comes with certain conditions, which Robert actually described many times, where if you take too much of it, um, and considering it is, like you said, in many products, not just in tropics, but also pre-workout, some people use it in the fat burner and whatnot. So overlapping a certain dosage, which then Robert can discuss probably better than I can, it can create a certain level of, uh, you know, just like T-Cream, too much of it is not really that good. You know, there is that sweet spot. Uh, also, overtime was supposed to be this aggressive, strong, powerful um, energy, long-lasting energy-based euphoric nootropic. It's way more than just a nootropic product. But if you take, for example, uh, our Universal Soldier, it's in there. You know, but it's it lacks the aggressiveness and the euphoria of overtime. So, as much as we want to, it is humanly, financially, and just reasonably impossible to get all the ingredients into one product. However, you know, just as we can say, Hooper's name is not in overtime, we can take a lot of products and say like, oh, well, how come you don't have the ingredient that Overtime has? Because Overtime is packed with so many ingredients that other nootropic formulas are lacking. So uh, I like Hooperzin, it's a great ingredient. I honestly don't think, and maybe Robert can correct me, I don't think, and I'm not being defensive either, but I don't think that Hooperzin would contribute much to Overtime as a product and what it intends to do. I think that because it's so powerful from that energy standpoint and it's so powerful from that euphoria and eutropic kind of standpoint as well, where you're almost like on Adderall and kind of high, I don't think that Hooperzine would make such huge difference. Yet in Universal Soldier, I'm pretty sure its presence is definitely felt pretty well. So, you know, just Assassin and Hooligan, you know, Assassin lacks some of the elements that Hooligan has, and Hooligan, uh, you know, lacks some of the elements that Assassin has, and Lionheart, 
But if we would use all the identical ingredients or similar dosages, then what's the point of having two, three, or four different products in the same category? You know, they have to be different. But again, Robert can answer the Hooperson questions since he also helped me formulate over time. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a great question um, and good explanation too as, as well, Rob, because there's, there's a couple of different venues or avenues from which we can attack this question. When you and I first started discussing this product, you said, hey, because over time, it's, it's kind of evolved from the very first discussion we had because of the first text message. I wish I still had it saved on my phone. I'm pretty sure I don't. Uh, but it was, hey, we're getting requests to have kind of like an all day, all night, like super long lasting energy formula where if people want to take it with a late workout and it keeps them going through like a night of going out on the town and partying instead of crushing a bang Red Bull or something like that, they can take this. And their ass will go from 6 p.m. till 6 a.m. all night long. So that's the the paradigm uh, from which we started the, the initial formula of overtime V1. And then we thought, okay, let's start massaging it. Let's make sure we have enough energy, but we can't just put pure caffeine in this because you just got caffeine. You're going to feel great for two, three, four hours, and then you're going to fall off a cliff. So then we said, all right, well, we're going to put some teacrine in there, but we also need to put some dopamine precursors in there and some beta-phenethylamine and a readrensis because that's going to give that euphoria, that motivation, that excitement. But at the same time, when you start taxing more of those neurotransmitters, we put nupept in there too because that's also going to ramp up, you know, mental energy, focus, you know, excitement. You've also got to replenish those precursors at the same time. So that's why we have the tyrosine in there. That's why we have the alpha-GPC. And then we also put in rhodiola. Rhodiola is an adaptogen that's going to help kind of modulate that energy level to where if you're feeling overamped up, it's going to kind of bring you back. If you're feeling under, it's going to raise you up. And it also helps ablate some of those feelings of mental fatigue that you're going to get if you're sleep deprived. It also acts as a very mild acetylcholinesterase inhibitor, which is exactly what huperzine is. So instead of putting, you know, a whopping dose of huperzine, which is both stronger than rhodiola from that mechanistic standpoint, as well as more expensive, we kind of, you know, we're able to skin the cat a different direction. We put the rhodiola in there for its mood benefits, its stress reduction, its energy benefits, but also it helps, you know, slightly uh, prolong the actions of acetylcholine in the body by moderately or modestly inhibiting acetylcholinesterase. That's why we didn't put a huperzine in there from, from the initial foray. And obviously over time on the third iteration now, but that's kind of been the mindset from the initial start of the formula to where we are today with it. Um, and like Robbie said, we've got a, a full 200 microgram dose in Universal Soldier. So if you really crave in Hooperzine, it's in there. It's not an ingredient, in my opinion, that you should take every day unless you are somebody that is experiencing cognitive impairment, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, dementia. That's the purpose for which this ingredient was researched. It's not, I'm going gaming and I'm just supposed to use this every day. I'm going gaming. It, that's not the thing. It's not something the average individual should take every day, in my opinion. That, that's my opinion here. You, know, you, you go talk to a neurosurgeon, somebody else, maybe they have a different opinion. My opinion, if you're a healthy 18 to 35 year old, 18 to 45 year old, you have no cognitive impairment, you're doing all the other things right, you shouldn't be taking Hooperzine every day. It's got a very long half life. When you, especially when you take higher doses of it, I don't even think an average individual should verge over 300 micrograms in a certain day. I know there are certain pre-workouts out there that go 300, 400, 500 micrograms in a dose. I don't like that 
at all for the average healthy individual. Once in a blue moon, if you got a ton of shit ton of work to do, we got deadlines, your life sucks, you're stressed, you're sleep deprived from having a newborn, you got to do something to get over that hump. Sure, once in a blue moon is fine. But something like Robbie mentioned, Huperzine is thrown into pre-workouts, fat burners. It's in a couple of sleep aids. It's in energy drinks. It's in non-stim nootropics. It's all of energy shots. It's all over the place. You take too much of it, you run two different risks. It starts building up in your system. You get a massive overload of acetylcholine in your body. You get sent into like this brain fog. You start kind of getting that synesthesia where you start hearing you start hearing colors and seeing sounds, weird kind of things like that. You get headaches, you get brain fog. And this is speaking from personal experience as well as other people I've talked to where you take too much uprazine. It builds up in your system. It never gets a chance to clear out. And also you're increasing your tolerance and habituation to it to where you're reducing the effectiveness of the ingredient and the overall benefits of acetylcholine or acetylcholinesterase inhibitors for an average healthy individual. So that's a whole lot of rambling. Um, but that's kind of everything in a nutshell, why it's not in overtime. You can find it in other ingredients. You can find it in there. But overtime's initial purpose was not to be this um, purely nootropic ingredient. It could... You know, it could be a productivity, could be a nootropic, could be an energy supplement, could be even be a non-pump or just a stimulant-packed euphoria-inducing pre-workout that you want to do. It could be a fat burner, technically, because you, you take enough stimulants, you don't really have an appetite. Um, so that's kind of everything there. Uh, if you got any other questions, Contortion, please let yeah, me know. And I can yeah, well, um, just to kind of like um, to add to it and... Um... I guess maybe even direct question to both of you to you Lucas is big on, on nootropics. He, he he loves them and he understands them as well. Mm. He uses them. Um, you know, speaking of Hooper's in, I, I totally agree, of course, with everything you said. And to be honest with you, I you know, we just um reformulated uh overtime and the V four is coming out, I believe within like the next four or six weeks. Um, and it's just beautiful, but um, and no, Hooper's is not in it. But um, my question regarding Hooper's, and since you mentioned so many times, both based on science and based on personal experience, that you would not advise using Hooper's in on a daily basis or too much of it. Uh, you know, my question is say, for example, you and Lucas you're using products that do not contain Hoopers, and um, just for argument's sake, you're not using overtime sometimes, or you're using yeah. pre-workouts that don't have Hoopers in, just it's not part of your daily regimen for the most part. Yeah. How would you feel taking it, or would you take it, or would you purchase it, or do you purchase it as a standalone product? Yeah, yeah, so, I think it's yeah. worth that. I think there's enough, there's enough decent studies from both the mechanistic standpoint and the human studies to where if you're looking for that kind of extra edge or if you're somebody that is getting older and you're starting to worry about, you know, cognitive impairment, cognitive decline, I, yeah, I think it's worthwhile because they can sell it. I think they have it in hundred microgram capsules. I think some brands might even offer it in 50 microgram capsules. Like SNS has a bulk Cooper A product. They used to, I don't know if they still do, but they used to. And there's a number of other number of uh, reputable brands. Nootropics Depot has got one. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a worthwhile ingredient for those every now and then occasions or if you're somebody that is starting to noticeably witness or experience cognitive decline. So you yeah. wouldn't advise it, say, for somebody younger? 
not as an everyday kind of thing. A, a once in a while, once or twice a week, maybe on non-consecutive days, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, Lucas, how do you feel about Hooperzine? You know, just like with everything, I think that um, I like the approach when a brand is going a bit different route and they're not trying to copy everyone else. What I mean by that is, you know, we've noticed many times that when someone releases a product that has like, you know, similar ingredients and after after this, this product, you know, you can see like a tons of releases that are pretty much similar, like copy paste, you know, type of a type of type of a thing. And I don't like this kind of approach. And honestly, I like when the brand is evolving and is trying to do uh, not like a kitchen sink approach. And I like when a brand is trying to like go a bit different route and, you know, try to offer a customer a bit different experience. What I mean by that is sometimes, for example, in, uh, in version one, they can, they can uh, you know, put a Hooper's in A, one, while in, uh, let's say, version V2 or V3, they can replace this ingredient with something else, you know, just to, like, present uh, a bit different approach to, to the customer, you know. Uh, personally, I like the, the Hooper's in A. I used it standalone, and I used it also in combination with other nootropics. But I wouldn't mind, like, using it on a consistent basis. I prefer like a bit different, you know, different uh, stuff. You know, I'm a huge fan of mushrooms. So there is something that I couldn't like replace or like I couldn't like live without my, my mushrooms. So uh, yeah, that's something that, that I'm passionate about. And like, uh, I would prefer like using them instead of like Hooper's in A. So that's, that's my thing. But uh, if someone is, is, is wanting to like to get in in uh, in this in this nootropic like uh, experience. I wouldn't like go straight away to a Cuprazine. I would just like start with something something else, such as like CDP choline or Alpha GPC, those kinds of things. Start small or maybe like Lion's Mane even. That would be a good approach. But we've noticed like. Uh, through all this year that like <laughs> as you as you as you as you said you know the brands are like overlapping uh, Hooper's on many products and you can also see this like uh, wars as far as like the dosage of the of the of the Hooper's uh, if I'm if I'm uh, pretty accurate with that Jay Cutler is using a, a huge ton of Hooper's in his products yeah that's just like a crazy amount. So uh, yeah, I just I just would be smart about it, and I like what's what's Apollon been doing, and yeah. But if you are a fan of Hooper's DNA, you can always like buy a Universal Soldier. Oh, and by the way, you can use a fat discount, twenty percent. Code final scoop at apollonutrition.com for the big fat. Oh, yeah. Um, rhodiola, mild acetylcholinesterase inhibitor, as is bacopa. That's why I really like rhodiola. 
and back ignites or synapsa for copamonieri as well. That's it's also got you know some some fun properties there. Um, also, if you want to see, there is some st research in humans on huperzine in a pre workout context. Uh, the full breakdown of that study, supplementengineer.com or the supplement engineer Patreon. Shameless plug, links down below. Creamy. Rob, Collins Protein is hands down the best on the market. Thank you. Side note, Cialis with Assassin has been my go-to recently. Not every day, but once a week for my upper body day. The pumps and energy are crazy. It's good to see you back, Creamy. We haven't seen you in a while, man. You know what? I actually... Um... I, I want to try that combination, to be honest with you. Um, absolutely no uh, scientific reasons or anything like that. None of that. I just want to try because this is not the first time that I hear something like that. And I just want to see, you know, sometimes like certain combinations yield certain results. Yeah. I want to try it. My actually question is, uh, how much Cialis did you use? Because I don't I mean, 5, 10, and 20 milligram. So I'm just curious because 20 milligram, I think, would be pretty powerful. But, you know, I'm just pure curiosity. But, um, uh, and how do you feel with, what does it add with, uh, you know, what, what does it help with? Because, like, assassin on its own, and once you add Cialis, what do you see is the major difference, like, combining the two together? So actually, just, I'm very curious about it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, from a, a pump standpoint, it's going to be pretty outstanding. It's a PD5 inhibitor. It's going to massively increase blood flow to all regions of the body. Everywhere. So, <laughs> yeah. I've never tried it personally, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Uh, Simon says, guys, have you seen Clout Ultimate Pump Cap? Nope. Negative Ghost Rider. What is Clout Ultimate Pump Cap? Pull it up. Let's see what we got. Clout Power. Okay. All right. Give me one second. Nope. $32.99. Clout Ultimate Pump Cap. Wow. Okay. Hold on. This is uh Can you guys see this? Um, yeah. You see what an embarrassment this I'm sorry if the the owners of Cloud Supplements are watching this right now, but this is deplorable. You know what? I don't even I'm not I don't comment. This doesn't even make sense. So the serving size is six capsules. Each capsule can hold 750 milligrams of powder. I've got to believe this is either a massive misprint on the label. Or you're just getting a whole bunch of starch and gelatin inside the capsules and cellulose. So that's, that's a dose 
per capsule or per six capsules? Amount per cap. I mean, this is just, this is dog shit. So you're getting 48 milligrams of beta alanine, 48 milligrams of pine bark, 48 milligrams of beetroot, 24 milligrams of DHEA. I mean, this is, this is shit. This is shit. I think shit would be a compliment. Good God. And you get, I mean, it's basically three grams of arginine is what you're getting. You see, that's the problem. Like, you know, when people are saying that we are sometimes a little bit harsh on certain things, but if we are asked to comment on a formula, I mean, what do brands expect us to say? I mean, this is, I, I honestly, I don't think my English is good enough because I don't know how to fucking even describe this. I'm this, happy I'm Polish. Fuck. This is awful. Please don't, anybody listening to this, if you value your money, please don't waste your money on this. Um, how much is it cost? $32. Fuck me. Yeah, $32. It's sold out. I don't know how the hell that's possible. Oh, I mean, this is... Unless they have spiked this with Cialis or Viagra, this is a dog shit product. This... You know what? I, I see Street Arput that uh, breaks the record for the lowest dosages. <clears throat> I don't even think that it qualifies as the lowest dosages because I just... I don't think it qualifies as a, anything. I mean... It's just one of those things. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how does the brand owner or whoever is responsible for this go to the manufacturer and you know provides this formula. I would like to see the manufacturer's face when he's giving this. This um, the reviews are probably fake, but that's not even the issue. Anyway, if they good reviews, also bad reviews, it doesn't really matter. Um, Tastes great. Wait. <laughs> oh wait, that's regarding the focus pre-workout. Okay. Oh. These capsules contain one of the sickest pumps I've ever. Yeah, oh, well, that's fake. I mean, that's pretty obvious. But um, you know, I mean, out. You know, I mean, it, it's just you feel like I, I can't find words because do you criticize it on the dosages or do you criticize it? on fake reviews or do you criticize it you know as um, as a brand i mean there, there is no criticism necessary because this just it's I, I don't even think it's possible to discuss a product like this i'm speechless yeah there's nothing I mean, in mind i mean if we start insulting the brand and you know the product i mean what is hey, there is even with even with the fattest discount on the planet, this shit wouldn't fly. <laughs> I uh, I wish uh, Gerhard and Tommy were still running supplement reviews because they used to expose shitty things like this. Uh, bogus review sites and paid-for reviews and stuff like that. I mean, this is terrible. This is so awful. Yeah, no, fuck this. There is, it's not even worth discussion. No. I see uh, really answered five, five milligram of Cialis. That makes total sense. Like I said, you know what? I actually, I want to try that. I'm not even kidding. I want to try this because I just want to see um, what the difference is because, um, you know, and I believe what he says. I mean, it's, it's probably 
does help it would make sense that it does help um you know or, you know it enhances the feeling of assassin and whatnot but it, I, I would definitely try it out and i will i'll give it a shot too yeah well, you got you Just probably got access to the special like Polish grade Cialis, man. So that's probably like another layer from our American stuff. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a guy here. Got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandy and I were talking the other day, and this is before the the stuff that was going on between and between Russia and Ukraine, and you know, we I, I don't want us to delve into that, but. Sandy said, hey, would you ever feel comfortable going to China? Would you ever feel comfortable going to Russia? Would you ever go there? I said, yes, I would. The caveat. Only if I've got like Rush with like Robbie, Carolina, and Alina and Marina on my back. That's the only way I'm going to like the Eastern Bloc is if I've got one of you guys with me. I said, if I've got that, I'm okay. If I'm going by myself, uh-uh. We're not doing that. Uh, but that was at another time. That was at another time. Uh, creamy. Hey, can you guys cover Dethroner from EchoVision? Is this an X of a too much pre? Okay. Uh, okay, let's see if this works. Pre-order Echo Vision Formula 2.1 Second Batch. All right, what do we have here, gents? We got 500 of sodium. That's an impressive size of uh, sodium. Uh, four grams of glycerol, 1500 nitrosogen, a thousand of tyrosine, 300 of alpha GPC. 250 caffeine, 200 theobromine, 200 zynamite, 150 L of ATP, 150 S7, 50 milligrams synactive. Thoughts? I mean, um, I'm not impressed, but I can't really tell if negative either. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I too much. Don't you I, I don't see anything too much, to be honest. I mean, I don't you I mean, think this shit will clump like the clump? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, the clumping may be too much. I mean, we've done once five grams in bare knuckle, and that was a fucking bitch. Um, Maybe that's why that's why they called it second batch because the first one clumped like a rock. You know, S7, I'm going to disregard. Zynamite, I'm not super impressed with. You know, I mean, it's a trademark that I think was slightly overhyped. The caffeine content is moderate. Um, alpha GPC, I guess, you know, okay. Tyrosine, I guess, is okay. Nitrosogen is clinical sort of dose. Um, yeah. I, I don't see anything impressive or too much, except Robert, what, can, what look Robert, at, can you uh, scroll it up? It? Can you scroll scroll it up a bit? Because I want to see how they marketed this product. Do they call it like a, is a full time uh, pre workout or is what how what do they it say? It says new gen pre workout on the front. It's not a. It doesn't look like it's overselling anything. 
But I think I just found an issue right here. Okay, so it says Hydro Prime right here on the side of the label. Mm -hmm. But down here, they've got Glycer Pump. Hydro Prime yeah. is made by NNB. Glycer Pump is made by Pinnacle Ingredients. Ooh, yeah. Glycer size. Yeah, that's a major fuck-up. But there's also a change here, too. They have estrogen in this ingredient profile. There's no estrogen here. Maybe that's why that's why this is the first version and, and the tops are the second. Yeah, it's, e it's either the yeah, maybe they didn't up, uh, update the website. That that's a possibility yeah. because if not, uh, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I mean overall, it's good. The clumping is going to be an issue with the Hydro Prime, regardless of what all these brands are saying about how they've restabilized their glycerol and all this stuff. I'm I'm still not a believer yeah. in just. Yeah. Uh, Glycerol in and of itself, at, unless you're taking a massive dose of it, um, it's going to clump. Hey, the there's, there's a massive dose of a 750 milligrams. Yep. That there is. That there is. I mean, the polyphenols oh, that, are great. That's fine. That, that, will, that will increase the bioavailability and the half-life of the nitric oxide. I wouldn't put that as the sole pump ingredient, as a supporting agent, because you got the nitrosagene, which is great. That's the full dose. It's been shown to be as good as, you know, six grams of citrulline malate, six to eight grams of citrulline malate. I like the ingredient. Um, I would probably remove the alpha GPC and put in more tyrosine just because I like tyrosine more in my pre-orgas and alpha GPC if push comes to sale. Yeah. Zynamite, I thought the dose needed to be higher for Zynamite. This is one of those pre-workouts uh, that it's, I mean, it's not great but it's not awful either it's it's okay i'm not trying to plug anything i'm actually trying to look up the dosage used in the studies uh plug plug, plug. yeah 500 milligrams dynamite how much do they have 200 100. yeah Uh, I mean, it's a pre-workout you will feel. You have 250 milligrams of caffeine. You have some teobromine, so you're going to feel okay. The pump from nitrosogen is going to be pretty decent. I mean, it's it's okay pre-workout. I mean, the clumping might be a serious issue. And uh, the NNB is kind of confusing. But other than that, I mean, it's okay. 140 to 420 milligrams of dynamite. I just... I just don't know in which crowd they are aiming for. As I think far as the, more of a, you know, a mild uh, energy. I think they they aiming a little bit for pump, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, considering how much glycerol they put and you know, and nitrogen seems like they aiming a little bit more for pump. Yeah, but do you think it's gonna be for intermediates, advanced, or like a beginner? Type of, uh, type of target if they target advanced then this is this definitely doesn't deliver if they target intermediate like you know what do they call it daily driver or whatever the fuck it is then probably yeah. this is okay i mean it's not a bad product it's just and they like like robert said they're not trying to oversell it um there seems to be a mistake on a label unless you're right and you know it's just the first one and the second one kind of mixed that up yeah um, but I mean, I just don't understand the question, to be honest. Like, is this the next of too much? With, you know, I expected to see 20,000 milligram of citrulline or a hundred or a thousand milligram of caffeine or something too much. And 
other than uh, glycer pump or glycerol, I don't see anything. Mm -hmm. the, the question is a little bit confusing because I, I don't see too much of anything. I see average. Yeah, maybe by is this an X of a too much pre workout? Is it? Is this kind of like the offshoot? Somebody made a different version of one that was too expensive to make, and they so they removed a couple of did things. You see, and, did you see the price? What is the price? Maybe the price is too fifty-seven dollars. Yeah, it's a little bit much. Yeah, for that. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, I don't know in which step of a crowd they are aiming for. That, that's why that was my question because for like oh, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, I didn't notice the price. Yeah, it's too much for sure. Yeah, because yeah, for fifty bucks you can you can have like a. A really hard heater, you know. You know yeah, what I'm trying is, to. Uh, I mean, if I could guess, this is about thirty nine ninety five kind of a product. Yeah, because yeah, in in my opinion, if the price would be like around thirty bucks for this kind of product, yeah, that's that's, that, that's fine. Yeah. yeah no, you're but right. Thirty. Yeah. You, no, you're right. Fuck that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. The owner of Whacked 3D joining us, Mr. Shane Smith. Yeah. What's up, Shane? Like How the, are you? I like the name. I like it. You like Whacked 3D? <laughs> I do. It's not bad. Yeah. How is everything in sunny old England? Did you, yeah, it's not bad. We were we were out of dinner, and I don't know what it is. If it's something we do specifically, but like whenever we order dessert, it <laughs> takes like. 30 fucking minutes to get there i don't order nikki doesn't order something but ava will order something and like i don't know if they go and milk the cow for the ice cream or some shit but every time we've ordered dessert here in the uk it tastes like 30 40 minutes and it all it was tonight was this this scoop of ice cream with sprinkles don't go to room they didn't have to bake the sticky toffee pudding or anything like that no, it was just a little, and I was like, and and I was like, are we just forgettable? Is that what it is? is, 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 is I don't understand. Am, am I missing something? They figured you're from New Zealand. You're forgiving. You're a nice guy, easygoing. They thought it's fine. What are, one of the other places we were to, we got Ava a banana split, and then like 20 minutes later, we're like, oh hey, is it coming? And she, oh let me check, and then they come back like we're out of bananas. I'm like, is, do you think this is something you fucking should have told me? Like you know when I ordered it. Yeah. It seems like a pretty key ingredient in banana split, right? The banana. Yeah. Anyway. Can can Ava read the menu? No. Dude. Well then you just like, tell her if she wants dessert, you say they don't have dessert here, huh? Sorry. You know. Nah, like she's she seems to be picking up on some like we went into a restaurant and then we, we took they were too full, they said the wait was like thirty, forty minutes. Mm -hmm. And then on the way out, Ava wasn't part of the conversation. She's like, Oh, they didn't have any room for us. I'm like, how, how did you, how do you figure that one out? How, how do how did you, how do you know we aren't just waiting or whatever? Anyway, I think she's a little more intuitive than I, than, than I give her credit, but yeah. There you go. Okay. Sridhar, when I see these kinds of reviews for these dosages, I either feel it's fake or maybe it has something extra in it that's not listed. 1,000% correct. Is there something I missed? What are we talking about? Yes, while you, you were missed. having your ice cream. Okay, something you missed and something you, you should be happy you missed. Yeah, while you were having your ice cream, uh, I'll pull this up for you. Have you tried the Please. Clout Power Pump Caps? Please don't. What? Just for you. Look at that. 
<laughs> oh, dude, I sh I shared this. Do you know the story on this one? And what did you wrote? That is the best thing that you ever saw in your entire fucking life. You you dicks didn't even see it. So this is a weird, weird story because if you go to their site, they have uh, they say there has NO three nitrates in it, right? No. I don't know if the if the description is still there's on. No, there. no but there's no nitrate. If it, yeah, hear me out. If you go to the website, now they've changed it all since then. So originally, when I wrote that story, they had a description that said that there were nitrates in there, and I was like, "Oh, this fax panel must be a placeholder." So I hit him up and I said, "Hey man, what's up? Like, why have you got like a weird fax panel on the site?" And he told me that, no, that's a real one. And I was like, but why does it say, you know, three nitrates? And so apparently, and and understand this if you can. And this was, I said to him, I said, you, you understand this is very strange because I've never heard of this in my life. And I've been in the supplement industry doing stack for like 12 years. So their ambassadors or their influencers or whatever wanted a pump product. I don't know how they did it. They did some sort of, like uh, crowdsourcing thing, like what they wanted. Yeah. And they f apparently wanted a $30 pump pre-workout. And so they made a small batch or a, I don't know, a, a batch of, of this. Yeah. And this was apparently the $30 pump pre-workout that they wanted. And that this is going to be very quickly replaced by a completely different version more in line with what we've seen from clout and i believe that the no3 nitrates might be a part of that so i'm i'm i don't, I, I don't know why you would lead with this but that was he was saying that that his insiders wanted this and that they did a small run and it's going to be replaced and i said to them i said you realize this is like very strange like not even very just extremely strange i've never seen someone come out with a lower formula for a cheaper price point then turn into an advanced product and be like now it's going to be sold at a premium usually you would name them something different you would come out with a low level pump and then a high pump but yeah i obviously have yet to see the advanced pump pre this is still the only one i've seen but again the no3 nitrates was listed in the description previously which uh I'm assuming is uh, what might, from my understanding, is what's going to be a part of the other version. But um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know what, what, what like the reason behind that. Oh, Robert, did you do? Did you do this? I thought I, I saw. I thought I saw some signatures in there. I thought it was. I will put my camera back on for this. You sure? Do not know the gentleman behind Cloud. Um, curious to see. I mean, okay. Technically, there is one single study showing that L-citrulline is effective at two point four grams. Okay, betaine is fully well, dosed at two point five grams. They went above and beyond here. I don't know if you're reading this, but that's at 2.5. Uh, alpha GPC at 50%, so you're getting 150 milligrams of alpha GPC. I believe that is below the human studied dose. 
Nerfactor is dosed appropriately. L-tyrosine is not. Um, some of their ingredients are certainly um, fully dosed. I just... Yikes. This was the weird thing, because if you have seen... The, <laughs> they did another version of the pre-workout, and it was... Um, I probably got it on stack, to be honest. And it's... Like, not this. Yeah, here you go. I've seen this though. Put it in the private chat. Check this out. Is that the was Mamba? their? That was the, was that their Karma pre workout? Yeah, click 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 the little private chat thing. Okay, let me stop sharing my screen for a second. Check that out. Wow. Okay, I will share this. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm not sure, because this is night and day different, and this is from December of last year. This is not old. This is much better than what that other one is. It's Same a product, step up. Though. Yeah, the citrulline but is much this, better dose. Yeah, that's what I'm. Taurine is woefully underdosed, as is N-acetyl-tyrosine and agmatine. The <clears throat> juniper berry is not doing anything. That's a, a redcon maneuver. Shane, where is there. this company from? Shane, <laughs> land of the free. Where is, where is this company from? Land, land of the free. It's American, as far as I know. Fuck, in Europe, we produce better products. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had this, this problem the other day. Uh, remember that one I showed you last week? The uh, the the Yeti one? Yeah. So I measured, because it's got 500 milligrams of caffeine in it, right? Mm -hmm. And I always measure on the the decimal scale or the diamond scale whatever you want to call it just because you know you want to make sure right so and i put this on my stories and a lot of people replied and they were like holy shit so uh, i measured their level scoop was 25 percent more than what the serving size was damn so a level scoop would have given me 625 milligrams of caffeine not the 500 that I was thinking I was getting. That could be a little dangerous. I mean, someone, just a someone, someone messaged me. They said, holy shit, dude. He's like, I've been taking this and, and I've been a little more generous than a little <laughs> And I was like, that's the thing, though. Like, I always use the scale to measure because you could, like, if you were doing a rounded scoop on that, that would, I would think, would be in the realm of 700 milligrams of caffeine, maybe, yeah. maybe 750. But you might, you will take it and you'll think, holy shit, this hits way harder than 500. Yeah, that's because it's seven, probably something close to 700. Yes. But I didn't, that's why I always measure just to, just to double check. I think it ended up, obviously you had to go a little bit lower on the scoop just to get the 500. But um, yeah, because I think the serving size was 12 and it measured out at 15 point something. Maybe 15. Yeah, Special announcement to all the listeners out there. Please weigh your pre-workouts. Yeah. Protein, I don't really care. Yeah. Aminos, I don't Everyone care. 
just i mean the the benefits yeah. are like the, there's a multitude of benefits because again it could hit harder you could get more of what you you could get more and you don't want more you could get less and you don't want less you could also get to the end of your tub and be like holy shit i only did 15 workouts on this and i thought i was gonna get yeah. 20. i mean there's you just gotta and obviously not everybody's scoop is gonna work out to exactly level anyway but you want to at least know and it's i mean what those diamond scales cost like 10 bucks yeah it's, yeah it'll, it'll save you that we got, what it would take would be like five poorly balanced pre-workouts and you could save yourself some money. Yeah. Robbie, I'm going to start putting this on the uh, Apollo and product pages right there. <laughs> okay. Now, but see, you got to, you make, it's, there's a plural there. So there's a couple people, but to, to their credit, to their credit, they didn't necessarily say it was uh, sport or health industry experts did they no these might these might be experts in the field of uh i don't know beauty fe feminine products i don't know this doesn't necessarily hey, I'm, not a, I'm not an expert but i'm a uh, lab rat so yeah you can you can use this one okay we'll go to google images and dethroner echo vision okay Dethroner, I like that name. Dethroner, just rather deflower. Uh, get it? Been hanging out with those seventy-year-old dudes too too long, bro. Hey man, I've still got my, uh, I've still got their dog here too. Wait, what? What do you mean the dog? Why do you have the what? Uh, they live right down the street for us, so we we I spent some time at their house. I house at their dog, and I've got Oliver here with me right now. What are they like? They go to their beach house or something. Well, why they're, in, you just... they're in Scotland right now. You should go pay them a visit. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to do that. Wait, so they you're learning that you're watching their dog. Weird. I don't want to see the dog. Don't yeah. show me the dog. Look, don't show the me dog. the old people. Is it, is it a young? Is it a young dog? He is seven. And he's passed out right now. I have no idea what the fuck that is. I'm not a it's dog like person. King Charles Cavalier. Wait, is that old? Wait, so that's old. I don't know what it is, but he's awesome. He's a good dog. He's a good dog. Yeah. Thanks for that old man. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> you know, fucking doggy sit, babysit, whatever the hell it is. Oh, man, that is a very cool label. I don't know who that guy is, but kudos for putting his face on there. There you go. Yeah, that's just like uh, Lionheart. Same same thing, right? It's, uh, it's like Robic on on Lionheart. You got this guy on uh, <laughs> whoever this guy is. Bobby Decody. What is the what, what what are we looking at here? What is this? I don't know. It's something creamy asked. Can you bring up that? Wait, is this real? No, this is can't be real. I hope it's not real. This is why I don't go on TikTok. I've been on TikTok sometimes, but I have not seen this. I don't understand what am I what am I looking at here? Yeah. Was that the formula that he? I'm so confused. Is that the formula there? The third image from the left. What is that? Is this it? <laughs> 
Yeah, it has cell flow six at 300 milligrams, but cell flow is misspelled. Spelled wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Vaso drive AP at a one gram. No, no, to be fair, he spelled cell flow correctly because, uh, you know, we're following the English language. Flow is, it's got a W in it. To I'm be not going to disagree with Matt Nickerson. <laughs> if he spells it FLO. Well, he, we need to send Matt Nickerson and tell him, look, dude, this guy's just, he's giving you the right spelling. You need to put yeah. a W in there. <laughs> um, I, I don't believe this formula actually exists. This might be a pipe dream. 150 of Synactive? Oh, yeah. Uh, 100 Nerfactor, 300 and extra, 300 Rodeo Prime, 300 of that. A gram of Vaso Drive AP? Um, that, that would be... <laughs> this pre-workout would be $150 for the customer. <laughs> There's no way this is at any reasonable, affordable... You don't know. He might be doing it for the people and just taking no profits. So, sure. Just saying. Yeah. God, grief. This isn't real, is it? This, this, this can't be. This looks like something that they might have been like, look, we might be able to put this together. I do like the name, though. Dethroner. It does mean that there's a really good pre-workout out there that they know of. At least that's kind of what I get from the name. See, look how happy he is. Yeah, because he probably just spent a hundred bucks on this. <clears throat> I don't think this maybe it's, it doesn't look real. Robic, you officially got dethroned. Yeah, if I, I said to him, my dad, it's an honor. Well, it comes out August first. Shit, that's actually. There's no way he's gonna be able to sell that and make a profit at sixty-five dollars. Not possible. That's, that's a lot of synactive. I mean, yeah, but synactive is, is 50 to 100 milligrams anyway. Yeah, um, I know what it is. Uh, but, I mean, 150 is synactive. I'm looking at the 100, I'm sorry, the 1,000 milligrams of VasoDrive AP. <laughs> VasoDrive is in that 508 in bloody hell and a couple of other pre-workout formats. Most places put it in at 254 because it's so goddamn expensive. Well, there's you no guys, way you guys always put it in at a thousand milligrams and all those other throne. branded ingredients and selling this bitch for sixty five dollars. There's no way. You, obvi you obviously don't want the throne. That's clearly he wants the throne, and he's going to do it with thousand milligrams of right? I'm sure he has a throne in his fucking household. Good. He should have done a thousand and sixteen, because you know how people doing the doubles. They should, he could have, should have at least done a thousand sixty just to say like double, because now it's not double. It's like well, yeah, I mean that's because that's in line with the dosages. You do you know one twenty seven, two fifty four, five oh eight, ten sixteen. But... It just seemed like an odd mix of it. It did look like what you kind of said, like something that might have been spitballed around. Right. Like we should put this in there. We should put this in, and then like it needed a little bit more direction because. 150 synactive, I mean, even if you do that, I I would have thought that that would have been, would have then meant like, okay, this is going to be like a nice, well-rounded performance endurance pre. But then he's gone and thrown a thousand milligrams of VasoDrive in there. And now the direction's gone in towards kind of pumps. So, I mean, I'll buy it. Who is this guy, Who is this guy again? Dethrone. No idea. He's no, but but seriously, who is this guy? That guy, right there. Yeah, but I see him for the first time in my entire life, so I don't know who, who is this guy. 
Well, that's because he doesn't have the throne yet. He has to get the throne. Then you'll know who yeah, he is. He's like a TikTok phenomena or what? I, I really don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not being, I'm not being like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to. Yeah, there you go. Creamy said he's, he said he's going to drop it at 65 on TikTok. There's no way. Creamy, you're going to buy it? Creamy, you're going to buy it? <laughs> Oh, and I, a seven hundred milligrams. I, I, I do, I do commend him on not doing like an absolute ridiculous stim bomb, like you would expect some people to do. He's gone, and as unbalanced as it appears, I still feel like he's got some direction that's not entirely like Yohimbi caffeine and all that jazz. Yeah, I so do think it's overdosed. For the polyphenols, though, because you've got S7, you got Soflo 6, you got Pine Bark, you got Fitnox. Is it overdosed, Robert, or is it right where he needs to be to take the throne? Touche. Touche. Yeah. I mean, unless you've, got, unless you've got the throne, I mean, as far as I know. I hey, Shane, who, who is on your throne? Who is on my throne? Yeah. My top pre? My top three still uh, inspired. Um, what's his face? Uh, State of the Union. Devastate. Dev Devastate of the Union. I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't... then you gotta send an email to Chris. You just got dethroned. <laughs> I don't know. Recovery. What are you looking for? Oh, while you're on here, go to the homepage. Did you see this beast that just dropped? That thing. The moon pies? Yeah, man. I thought this was fucking... This is on point. I, I don't know if you, too many of you read Stack, but back when G Fuel teamed up with Moon Pie, I said it would be absolutely industry... Like, news, industry breaking, if G Fuel put their gaming ingredients into a moon pie. Because every collaboration is the other way around. They're bringing the candy flavor to the powder or the candy flavor to the drink. This is the is is that other way around. This is an actual moon pie, and Phenoflex has put protein in it. So this is not uh, this is not like this is, as far as I know, this is the first collaboration where someone's gone the other direction. And 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 uh, put the twist on their format. Like Warheads for Ghost, it's Warheads flavor in their supplement. Yeah. This is that protein twist, but in an actual moon pie. So, I mean, and I actually love the fact that they've branded this as moon pie kind of branding. <clears throat> Without Phenoflex's logo, you wouldn't think this is Phenoflex. This entirely looks like a moon pie. So it's Phenoflex? I always thought it was Finoflex, like final, but with an F. I have. I have, honestly no fucking clue i could be miles off i only say fina because in swimming the governing body is if is is f-i-n-a and you say fina yeah okay could be finiflex could be finiflex i don't know finiflex finiflex yeah. you know who i'm talking about ifflex finiflex yeah but i this is Fine. i thought this is this is what a collaboration uh, should the, the right way to pronounce it is Finoplex because it actually refers to to a steroid Finoplex H, which is by uh, 
it's a veterinary drug that they make tremble on out of. So it's it's definitely borrowing from that aspect. You know, they kind of referring to that, but it's Phenoplex for sure. It's just the Phenoplex, the the way it's spelled correctly, instead of an E at the end, it's an I. The more you know. Look at that. See? Now you know. Thank you, Robbie. Wrong. It's pallets that are getting crushed, and when you crush the pallets, they can change the truck called Chambalone, and guys are mixing it with oil and stuff like that, making it into basically homemade steroid and Chambalone. But mm-hmm. the product is that the pallets are called pallets. Oh, it's good to good. have fake Nazis in the show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <That> well. <laughs> I like I like the way you're you're up in the ante on this, Shane. More than four times at 14 grams. You, I could have said just a fine living for yourself at uh, as a copywriter for an ad agency. It is more than four times, though. It is. How much? How much other macros it has? Well, that's the thing. I haven't. The the, I I, as far as I know, they didn't. uh, Like I found this on another website, so I don't know what the other numbers are. I don't expect them to be too outrageous, though. Yeah. Right. To be honest, though, you have to realize that they've branded this as a moon pie. This isn't this isn't for us. In my in my opinion, this isn't a snack for us. The, the, you can't expect low calories, low sugar. This is moon pie's territory that they've then put protein into. So if you get the same calories as a moon pie, I would not be at all surprised. Because moon pie has put their logo, their name, their branding on it. I mean, like I said, I've never seen this before. This isn't something that, like, I think you could relate to. That's a snack for chubby little bastards. <laughs> but you have to remember, I had this, uh, I had, I talked to the guys at uh, 321, and um, they were saying that one of their angles for, like, functional is that it's not necessarily functional foods, it's more, like, healthier for you. So if someone goes to the store and they see moon pie and power pie, and they taste similar... And they reach for power pie, that's bettering the health of that individual. Not necessarily like me or you, who want like no carbs and no fats and all higher proteins, but for the average person who doesn't touch a weight, this is probably like a godsend because kind of like Coke Zero. <laughs> if you can get like a mainstream person to replace their regular Coke with Coke Zero, that's pretty. That's a big step and the healthier for you. Not necessarily like like our diets, but you you, you kind of get what I mean. Like it's a it's that healthier for you option rather than like the whole super lean diet type thing. Yeah, but I still think it's gonna be like a massive calorie bump, man. You know, especially oh, yeah. with especially with with their like Thinoflex uh, has the has these the, these these cookies. I don't remember what oh, they. Uh, yeah, oatmeal. Yeah, you, you know. And they're like stupid, stupid heavy when it comes to like calories. So I'm sure that uh, this collab will be will be similar with just like added protein. So this yeah, is just think- like gonna, this is going to be a great marketing just for for this perspective. But as far as like you know macro wise, no, but no. Yeah, I think it's I think it's geared more towards the mainstream. I don't suspect yeah, it would be like us. But I think the it's, the way. It's exactly the same situation with uh, sneakers, more M&M bars. Like, 
we are like selling a bunch of these, you know, through yeah. the entire Europe and even outside Europe, like people going crazy just to like get these bars. And it's not that, you know, they are like high in protein, you know, and so on. This is just like, a, you know, marketing, marketing snitch, just to like, just to get people in, into like consuming more protein. But, you know, if you compare uh, the regular sneaker bar to a sneakers protein bar, they're pretty, pretty much exactly the same as far as like calories. So yeah, man. This... Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> oh, Robert, you you muted. Well, I'm muted. You're a ghost today. No, I was I was on screen for the first hour of the podcast. I just had to actually eat something, and I didn't feel like the rest of the the viewing population wanted to see me chomping down on some protein bars. I, this is that's the first thing I've eaten all day. We uh, woke up this morning. He got so excited. Say it again. As soon as he saw Shane appearing, you know, he he had to go and masturbate for a couple of minutes. I did. Mm. I did. It was that, it was that uh, dethrone or pre-workout formula, man. It got me all hot and bothered. We were talking about Cialis earlier. I couldn't contain myself anymore. There's a lot of uh, actual... I mean, Sandy's not here right now. I mean, I had to figure out something to do. So. Bust a nut or go. two. I mean, I've got Oliver right here, so we do. We can... <laughs> you can bust nuts together. <laughs> did... did... Did you bring up the uh, the Nutrix pre-workout yet? No, no. I was trying to keep this on a mostly positive thing. If, if we keep going through shitty products, I'm going to need something a lot harder than this chocolate cake stout that I'm drinking. Hey, come on. Pull, put it up. <laughs> let's, let's, end, let's end the show with this one. Heavy heater. That Rob, one, with the pollen's protein being amazing, have you ever thought about making protein bars or stuff along that road? Mm, yeah, totally. Do that. Let's, let's focus on chemo rage. Yeah. Unleash the beast. I, I, we unleash, unleash the beast. A couple of times about doing the bars, but uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's uh, a little bit too much hassle with it. Um, you know, it's uh, oversaturated as is. And to be honest with you, I mean, just doesn't appeal to me that much. So, I mean, I'm never saying never, but I don't know. Not in the near future. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not a real fit. I think. Like, uh, see, I had this discussion the other day. I was talking about a functional manufacturer, and he was saying that he would come up with a snack and say this would be the perfect snack for like this brand. And I said it is, it's much harder to convince the owner because the owner typically starts that brand with an image in mind, and that image isn't necessarily like when you throw a bar in it, it makes you a completely kind of different thing. And I feel like owners such as yourself would just sort of be like. I never imagined doing a protein cookie or a protein cupcake or anything yeah, like that. It just... it's, no, you're absolutely right. But just the way I, I look at it from this perspective is, is that, you know, we, we, we have that, I guess you can call it a marketing angle or whatnot. And like you, you, what James said, you know, there is a certain status or a certain face of a, a face of the company or image that you portray. And, you know, if the pre-workout, you know, we have certain pre-workouts that have a certain reputation, Protein does taste, I mean, a pound protein is known for tasting absolutely amazing and being a great formula, meaning, you know, that it delivers. The problem is, is like when we go to protein bars, I mean, let's be honest, there is, I can't think of one 
protein bar that I would say, you know, if it was a palm's name on it, I'd be proud of it because it delivers great taste combined with actual being healthy, beneficial, and, you know, kind of like being parallel to what, you know, our protein represents. But unfortunately, most of the good tasting protein bars on the market are absolute crap when it comes to being actually healthy. There are a lot of good tasting protein bars, don't get me wrong, but they're so close to being an actual candy bar that, you know, that I, 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 I don't know. It just, I, I don't think that if, even yesterday, Robert and I, when we talked about a possibility of making a, a weight gainer, you know, we looked at a couple of brands and the weight gainers are basically just loaded with sugar and crap and lots of carbs. They anything but, but, but healthy. So, you know, if, but it's possible to make a weight gainer that is actually, you know, in line with what a pong got being healthy, being good quality, kind of like parallel to what we do and we can stand for it. But like Shane said, you know, upon coming with a protein bar, it's just not going to look, I'm not saying it's not possible, it's just not going to look good and it might be kind of a little bit off of what we do. So uh, probably not going to happen. I feel like if you could package a double beef burger and the buns be like no carb, if you could package that into like a little thing and have and somehow make it shelf stable, that would be a pollen like they'll be like the the Apollon burger or know, assassin burger like a big big beef thing not, not that that's at all possible but if you could yeah that that that's more fitting than an actual yeah, like 100 the gut bomb yep i agree <laughs> i mean i don't know how you do it like shelf stability on meat yeah it's not going to work that well make but... it like the jimmy dean breakfast sandwiches that are in the freezer section just find a way to do that put it I don't want... people can go and nuke it for two minutes and then they come out and eat it Hey, I don't want to spoil anything, but <laughs> at the same time, the the brand ambassador for Apollo is Branch Warren, and Branch Warren owns uh, a meat-based like uh, company, right? Wicked Cuts. So who knows? Maybe Apollo will do something with with Wicked Cuts, because okay. uh, Robbie already released a, a sauce, right? Barbecue sauce. So so they can come up with something. On this angle who knows yeah before we get to lucas's favorite topic of the day and shane's lucas feels aggressive he just wants to go and fucking tear them apart <laughs> yeah, man. we will answer a question I, from a previous I was for, this for the entire night well good i'm gonna keep you up just a little bit longer grandpa just just bear with us hold on for just a little bit longer this is from our our dearly beloved listener justin t had to rewatch, but in regards to the Agmatine comments when talking about Savage and Super Pump, are you guys against Agmatine? I had no idea it was illegal in Canada and Europe. How do we feel about Agmatine in a pre-workout context, gentlemen? Well, I should fuck say, you. We, we, we have it in pretty much everything. So I like I, it. Yeah, I should be quiet. I haven't had a problem with it. The only problem is that it's illegal in Europe. <laughs> That's the main issue, man. Yeah. The uh the the thought process between or behind putting agmatine in there is is a couple of things. It's got some glucose disposal properties or nutrient partitioning properties. It's got some uh pain desensitization properties. So you saw Gaspari put that 
palmitoyl ethanolamide ingredient in their thing, which is not the same PEA as like the mood enhancing euphoria boosting ingredient. This PEA actually improves your ability to tolerate pain. Same thing with agmatine. It stimulates certain receptors and they've done this with patients that have had uh, lumbar spine injuries and it's reduced their pain or they're able to tolerate a greater amount of pain before actually feeling, you know, hitting like a four on the pain scale or something along those lines. Then it also stimulates endothelial nitric oxide synthase, which is the enzyme that catalyzes the conversion of arginine into nitric oxide. And there is some cell data that shows it also inhibits arginase, which is the enzyme that breaks down arginine. So same thing with huperzine to acetylcholinesterase is agmatine to arginase. So longer lasting nitric oxide, stronger pumps. This is mostly mechanistic data. We don't have a ton of studies in healthy human subjects showing that it leads to greater elevations in nitric oxide production, uh, lower blood pressure, you know, all of those kind of things. But it's a mechanistic extrapolation or extension of that preliminary data. 500 to 1500 milligrams, if you're looking for those pain desensitization or analgesic uh, benefits of it, you need to get up into the 3000 milligram range of agmatine. But yes, it's illegal in Canada and Europe. So you're SOL for them. But if you live in, live in freedom, like we do, you can have it. Yeah. There's a one small bite that you can use. You can replace the name on the label. Instead of like using agmatin sulfate, you can put beetroot juice or something like that. So the, that, that way it will be legal. But you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the main event of the show. Are you ready to rumble? I don't even want to dignify our podcast by talking about this horseshit. Unleash the beast. All right. Well, we've got a couple of other questions, including everyone's favorite, Sridhar, has a question. Sridhar, we'll come back to your question. We didn't forget you. Neither do we forget Simon, although... Maybe, 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 yeah, let's maybe answer the questions first. <laughs> Whack 3D. See, it's catching on. Devin, thank you for that little uh, nugget of gold. That's Whack 3D. <laughs> okay, do we tackle Shredar's question or do we go to New Tricks? No, let's, let's answer his question and then go and, uh, you know, and let Lucas go crazy. Okay. We need to be respectful. All right. We, no, we don't. Not when you release a dog shit product like that. Anyway, sorry. Sridhar, thoughts on protein blends. Would you always recommend them over plain whey or plain casein? Well, I mean, <clears throat> since I, I I guess we have that blend 50-50, uh, you know, Robert and I actually talked about this. There is, um, um, you know, pretty much there are studies that have been done that, you know, mixing whey and casein is... Um, pretty beneficial, so to speak. Um, they says that they even show some advantage, but I don't think it's at the same time that of a significant advantage. And I don't think that it comes down to us recommending, so to speak, because, uh, you know, you, you, they, they sell so many proteins on the market and usually it says whey, but that might be whey concentrate that has like 2%. Um, it's, uh, I guess it depends on everybody's goals and what they want from the protein powder in the first place. You know, if you want something that is good quality whey protein concentrate, I mean, WPC-80, for example, or whey isolate, if you want to use it, 
you know, we know that it kind of like, you know, it's a very fast digesting protein. Aging is a lot slower, or you can mix the two of them. I mean, I, I don't think that I would recommend. I would more say they all, qual if, if it's a quality protein, then it's a quality protein. You're getting it in plain and simple, you know, but it depends on, I think, on your goals and what you want from the protein powder in the first place. So it's not about recommending. It's about, you know, what you want and your, your knowledge, okay. your, your research and whatnot. Will I say that casein is better than... Uh, than, than whey. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say whey is better than, uh, than casein either. Um, I'm going to say that whatever, whatever you want, whatever you need, you know, maybe time of the day, maybe whether it's pre-workout, post-workout, you know, before you go to bed, it all depends on those things. So if you're going to ask that question, then yeah, maybe recommendation can be made. Other than that, you know, to say, that, would you always recommend over plain whey or casein? I would never always recommend i would make maybe suggestions based on goals but that's about it shane lucas i mean i actually have a variety of proteins yeah i usually i usually use casein at the end of the day just because i do the sludge thing and that just is a little easier than like a straight way but other than that i only use isolate but in saying that, if I am in a place where I need to buy protein and there's a blend, I'll have a blend. But it's, I mean, I imagine scientifically there's like a drastic difference, like in a mini, or not drastic, but there's differences. But at the grand scheme of things, like where protein helps me build muscle and recovery and all that, I've never sort of seen like, holy shit, I must be taking isolate yeah. right now because my muscles are jacked or my strength is through the roof. I don't, I see it more as just like I'm getting protein in and one might be faster than the other. One might be leaner. And, but it's, it's like, kind of like what Robert said, it would just depend on the situation. If I'm in a country where isolate's expensive, I'll get a blend. If I want casein to make sludge and it's reasonable, I'll get casein. It's, I've never thought of it like, okay, I need to get isolate because that's gonna that's the expensive one and that's gonna get the most gains. I feel like uh, there are other areas of supplements where you could spend that extra bit of money and actually get more noticeable results than uh, putting whatever the difference is like ten, twenty on a on an isolate versus blend. Yeah, and Shane, Shane is absolutely right. It's a very, very personal choice. It's not like, oh my God, you must do this or else. Mm. You know, it's not that situation. Just like I hate, and I mean, I absolutely hate recommending people how to train because, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what the fuck you want to achieve with your body. I don't know how your body reacts to different training, to different methods. I don't know whether you're a runner or fighter or you're a bodybuilder what are your goals are and i don't know how your body reacts you know some people react great to high volume some people react great to low volume it's up to you and you know so that's the reason why <laughs> i think the key word here is always recommend i never recommend because you know if somebody's going to ask for my opinion i'm going to say pretty much more or less will change that you know go with i mean would i recommend cheap uh, concentrate that i don't know the source and i don't know the exact amount of protein for me personally i would prefer not to uh, but at the same time between isolate and casein and whatnot you know typically isolate is a little bit watery and a little bit on a thinner side so what uh you know what change that 
casing for something that's large or something like that probably is a little bit better with consistency. And later in the day, you know, you want something that maybe, especially overnight, digests a little bit slower because you want to have that in your body, so to speak. But again, it's personal preference. If late at night, you know, uh, Shane doesn't have access for whatever reason to casing, I'm pretty sure he's going to use isolate or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it's I think y'all are all wrong because Dr. Jim says that blends are best. Well, well I see, you got to understand, I'm not saying that there's not a best. I feel like there is a best. I feel like isolate or this amount of this amount, but what I sort of say is that the difference is going to come down to like, like your, like your, your, your price, your budget. Like if you're like, holy shit, I'm not going to buy a pre-workout so I can afford isolate or this specific blend. Don't do that. Like it'd be more important to get something else in your stack. I definitely feel like there are ble- there is proof that one is better than the other, but I just feel like in it's real world, and it, say that, you know, that's completely do or die. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like in real world results, I feel like if you get the best of the best in protein, it's not going to be that noticeable, like 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 in results. I feel like there are bests though, because obviously there's a lot of science in the blends and then the isolate and the forms of isolate, but. I don't know. I've, yeah. No, I've I mean, tried a whole you, bunch of them, but... Yeah, no, you guys have, have pretty much touched on everything that is that is right. There, the small handful of studies that have been done comparing blends to single-source proteins show that in the short term, there might be a minor, slight advantage in terms of recovery or muscle gains. Again, these are short studies that are sponsored by supplement companies that make blends. So in the short term, over an eight week period with people that aren't regularly training at an intense level that have not been training for years and years in the gym, there is a small, but statistically significant improvement for blends. Um, This is because higher leucine content of whey plus prolonged amino acid levels in the bloodstream of casein plus the slower digestibility of egg, which is kind of that middle digesting layer promotes a longer elevation in amino acid levels in the blood, which you know, should lead to a longer, greater anabolic period, less catabolic period. Over the course of 40 to 50 years, do I think you're going to notice any big difference between using a whey protein versus a casein versus a blend? No. I don't think there will be any benefit. Same thing with whey versus casein. There are studies showing that whey outperforms casein in terms of muscle building. There's also studies that show no difference whatsoever. So the major takeaway is hit all your protein each day. That's the important thing. Then find a protein that agrees with your GI system and your budget, number two. And then after that, then you can look at optimizing whey protein versus casein protein versus a blended protein. So related question. I see milk protein isolate listed in ingredients for protein bars and powders. How is it different from casein or whey isolate? Milk protein contains both whey and casein in their naturally occurring ratio of 20% whey protein to 80% casein. So instead of having a whey isolate component and a casein isolate component, milk protein isolate is both of them already together in there. Well, the answer is pretty simple. For marketing reasons, I'm pretty sure that every brand would like to use whey isolate in 
uh, as as ingredient because it just sells better and it's uh, kind of has that stigma that it's yeah. the superior, you know, the best. It's like Robert just said about casing. There are studies that show casing is superior, you know, and there are studies that show isolate is superior. But for whatever reason, people like the word whey. I mean, they like whey. That, that's it. Sometimes shitty concentrate, like I said, with like 2% uh, protein in it. But the word whey sells it automatically. So I think whey protein isolate would be great for anyone who's manufacturing candy bars or protein bars or whatever. But the reason for milk protein isolate, and again, I'm not comparing the qualities, and the milk protein is because there is a word isolate in it. It's mm -hmm. a little bit misleading and uh, it might give you an idea that it's actually way isolate. Uh, it's gonna push the sales a little bit or influence the sales or, you know, or kind of make it look like it's something that it's not. But the main reason it's actually cheaper. There is no other thing. Yeah. Okay. Lucas is just quietly sitting in the corner waiting for you motherfuckers to hurry up. And for Lucas's salvo. News broke earlier this week, courtesy of WAC3D.com. New Trucks Research. Those has released a brand new pre-workout called Hemo Rage Unleashed with an extremely light 4.131 gram blend. I gotta put, I gotta put the light, I gotta put the word in there, right? I gotta it's gotta be light. The, the extremely light blend. Your tracks is Hemo Rage formula. And we do know the ca we do know the caffeine is four hundred. Yes, a non-fully transparent blend of L-citrulline, betaine, taurine, and acetyl-L-tyrosine, alpha-GPC, caffeine anhydrous, theocrine, bioperin, rowalfia. And we know that caffeine is 400 milligrams. Ingredients on the supplement packs panel have to be listed in order of their weight. By <laughs> What do we think of this gentleman? So 400 milligrams of caffeine alone plus one to two milligrams of Rawalfia is going to kick you in the teeth no matter who you are. Unless, say, TJ. <laughs> so, all right, Lucas, you, you get to lead everything off on this since you wanted to talk about this steaming pile of horseshit. Where should I begin? <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I Look, remember the first. I started where it started, and how you felt initially about Nutrix and what it is now, and this formula. Yeah, I will start by saying that when I first saw the first announcement that Shane did on Nutrix, Hemorrhage, I was just like, I was just sky high because when he when he said that something big is coming. And it's gonna be a pre-workout. I was just like shitting my pants all over the place, because I knew from the get-go that they they're, they're gonna resurrect the the beast, which is one of my favorite pre-workouts in the history of the pre-workouts. You know me; I said it plenty of times in this show, 
and I said it again, Hemorrhage was probably one of my top five pre-workouts of all time. And they back in the day when Nutrix has had this like amazing squad, Larissa Reese and uh, King Khan, and when he was advertising the product, this was just like uh, something something else, something different. It was just unique combination of ingredients. Of course, it was on uh, illegal substances. Uh, I was, I was that I say, hey, it was DMAA back then, didn't it? Amcitrate, in in particular, if I if I recall. This was they had this back in the DMAA days. Did they yeah. Back? Way way way, yeah. way way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you guys will like, maybe Google it up, uh, put it like hemorrhage black, you will see. I believe it's. I'm sure under, underground black underground underground. Underground, that's correct, man. Ultra concentrate. No, not that no. one. Not that one. No, 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 no. Not, not this one. Not this one. No, 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 no. Not this one. Don't disrespect underground. the Hemo Rage. Of course. I think it, don't, I, I don't, think don't. it. Just go to images and it should images. be. <sighs> that's the fourth. Fourth one. Yeah. But I don't know yes. if they've got the, got the fax panel on there, do they? I don't think so. There was a couple versions of this as well. Yes. And one was all directly on DMAA and oh, then they and they reformulated to um, citrate and then they uh, produced the the black one. Yeah, but but anyways, it was probably one of my go-to uh pre-workouts and I was like training on it like multiple times uh per week it so a, yeah it, it was a beast yeah this this was a product that connect me and shane <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but anyways so shane posted the story uh that nutrix is coming with something big so i was i was excited same as probably all of you guys out there and then i saw a new story that was posted this week it's in chat, there you go, Robert. It's in chat. I think that's the right one. And they launched, uh, and they launched uh, a full formula. So it's not even transparent, which is, which is like a uh, shot in a dick. <laughs> and yeah. That's it, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that is. That's not, that's not it. That's not it, Shane. It's got the DMHA in it right there. The DMAA, the methyl hexanamine. Yeah. yeah. I think this is the original original. They had OG. many versions after it. Yeah. But this Fuck, was... Yeah, but you gotta remember, Jacked was also a beast, and, and if you remember seeing that formula... Yeah, they also like changed it multiple times. DMAA, DMAA did a, did did a lot of the work for a lot of those pre workouts back then. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I don't think you're gonna find it like that. Yeah, they also had it in Lipo Six too. 
Zingaroon? It's just saying ginger. Are they gonna replace the ginger with actual nut or? No, no, no. Like way, way back when they did hemorrhoids. This is Stip 06. Vigorously disagrees with FDA allegations. Well, this was obviously a long time ago. Ten years ago. It's a decade ago. How old does that make you feel? Am I still muted? No. Okay, I'm not. Hemorrhage black, lipo 6 black ultra concentrate, lipo 6 black, lipo 6 black hers ultra concentrate, and lipo 6 black hers were adulterated because they contain DMAA. 212. God damn. I'm fucking old. Yes, you are. Not as old as Robert's friends. Hey. (laughs) Hey. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Julian, Julian, George. I just, I just need a dog. My best friend's name from kindergarten's name was George. <laughs> the people whose dogs we are watching are named Chris and Charlotte. Okay. Oh, maybe next week I'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week, I, have, I mean, Oliver's going away on Monday night. I'll, they get back from Scotland on Monday night. I hope they don't watch this, although they probably don't know how to work phones. No. Yes. <laughs> They don't watch this, but my own parents don't even watch this, so it's fine. Yeah. Which is probably oh, a good thing. Oh, people are too easy. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say regarding this nonsense about uh, Nutrix. I think I would like it more if they didn't put in ingredients at dosages so citrulline betaine taurine alpha gpc if they just taurine, made this taurine i think was all right hey hold on but let's start with this let's start with this one they released a pre-workout outlift it's not bad yeah and it's it's fully transparent mm-hmm. so why not like based on this pre-workout and release a product that is like let's say Transparently, uh, you know, uh, dosed with some good amount of ingredients. Focus on, let's say, like four or five, maybe six ingredients max, and just like do it in like a, let's say forty bucks, you know, range type of a of a deal. Yeah, it would be good. And they and, and instead they like shoot shoot themselves in the head because they're basically like. Not only they released a non-transparent blend, it's a uh, definitely not. It's definitely underdosed on heavily on every fucking ingredient, and most of all, which hurts me, that they resurrected the name Kimorage. Like Kimorage is a legendary is a legendary name. You don't touch, you know, a legend, and you like bash it. Cause they they list they they recently they literally bashed, bashed their own pre-workout the only pre that was like well remembered by all the consumers uh, you know from back in the days the only product right now that they're selling for nutrix in my opinion is like is the 6 the name stays yeah. strong still and in europe it sells really good the entire line of lipo 6 but you know it just 
after this like this, this warrior line and so on i don't think it's gonna last long you know if, if they're gonna do moves like this you know you know, you know everything, everything you just said uh, i i obviously i agree with but to be uh totally honest i mean nutrix had some uh, it was by far one of my favorite companies and I, I already, without going into details, I already mentioned that a couple of companies that I liked, you know, we discussed it in personal chat and private chat, I'm disappointed with. Um, you know, we'll get to that maybe one day, but I mean, just to kind of stick to this the topic, um, hemorrhage was an amazing pre-workout, definitely, without a doubt. Um, I think that the company, every company has like a local uh, loyal following where people kind of like stick by the company and they kind of have to perform to a certain level. And, you know, and Shane and I, we often talked about, you know, and he, he often uses the, the the phrase like, this is a palm style or this is not a palm style, you know, mm -hmm. so as to stick to the, to what you do, to your identity. And I always pay attention to that because it's a very fine line. You know, I was very, very skeptical and I was scared when we started you know, releasing the white label container with, uh, you know, with the health aspect, because I also did not want to, I wanted to make sure that people that made us known and popular and supported us that liked Hooligan and Assassin and whatnot, I didn't want to do what a lot of companies do and kind of like break away from that and kind of go mainstream. I wanted to kind of bring that aggressiveness that we did with Hooligan and Assassin and transparency and bring it to the healthy stuff to the wellness as well where we still aggressive you know full dosages and whatnot kind of not to lose the identity of the company and not to lose the respect of loyal supporters so it would kind of extend onto that uh i feel what nutrix did i think they fucked up they're not the only company that did that i mean i could name few companies but since we're sticking to nutrix i mean i'm gonna try and behave a little bit um you know this makes no sense to me this means that your loyal supporters are going to be very disappointed with you you know they're going to be turning their back on you so the logic behind it is obviously to save money because obviously this costs a lot less than the previous version of versions you know so they try to save money that can indicate either that the company is in trouble not saying they are but it could be the case where they're trying to save everything they can and they still try and kind of like to cash on a name good name that they used to have because lucas you're a perfect example just like i am you like the company and now you're upset you're disappointed you're even angry as to they releasing products that are not even subpar i mean they just kind of like a lot less to what they used to be and this either they phasing out and the company's gonna fucking tank or you know or they're gonna be selling somewhere in indonesia or whatever you know cheap products that are not gonna be supported by you know by the consumers that we have right now here because obviously it's gonna be a turnoff i think that the key to every company's success is to stick to what they do best and either if you're releasing another version of a product that is a successful product that has a following then either release uh another flavor a better flavor or um or, 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 or you or, or improve on the formula of course 
but what, what you said about warrior right when warrior came out and i saw the container that black container and that aggressive look i thought it's actually a nice look you know i thought that it looks pretty cool when i looked into the supplement facts i was absolutely shocked but instead of using that money and making a great product they decided to hype the product they went pretty much with influencers and they went with athletes and they went with price plow and they were hyping up the product to be good where in reality i mean it pretty much disappeared almost instantly so i think that's the problem like i don't think the company should reinvent themselves i think they should stick to what they do best and clearly you know you just went the opposite direction which makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever other than you know uh they're trying to save money because they are saving money by releasing this for whatever reason it is i think what they were trying to do here is is, is like the notable heist him call out like i think that was the goal was kind of like how a lot of brands have even even apollo you've got your more performance focus your high stem you're more moderate like hooligan like i feel like they were trying to do that because they have outlift and they have outlift amped outlift is their comprehensive and outlift amped is meant to be their kind of highest stem but still kind of balanced and then this i from my end from at least how i'm seeing it is that uh, obviously high stem pre-workouts have become quite popular just more just purely stim based and i think this is what that was meant to be or technically what that is i think it is the highest stimulant pre-workout but i think where the disappointment comes in is that they put in all those other ingredients the citrulline <laughs> the taurine the things that weren't necessarily for stimulant effects so mm -hmm. i that's where they lost me a bit i was sort of like if you look at in uh, the N-acetylpyrazine down, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's about what you probably would expect if the thing just said high stim. But when you put in citrulline and you have citrulline at six grams in another product, and then you clearly don't put it at six grams in this, the like I don't want to be mean, but the only I, I, I have trouble understanding when a brand finds reason to put six grams of something in one pre-workout but doesn't put it in the other, either you're lying in one or you're like, like, w like, what are we meant to believe? Like, I would have preferred them not put it in. Well, because, because yeah, then no, it's I, like, because then it's kind of like, it, I don't know, it just, it confuses, I think it would confuse consumers. Like if you see, if you don't know what the ingredient is or the doses and you see it at six and then you see it that not at six, you might be like, okay, what, what is it meant to be at? Am I getting too much in outlift? Am I getting not enough in this? And when you start asking questions, it's, it, it's hard it's confusing for the consumer but i feel like from the from the alpha the acetyl tyrosine down i would have dropped the other three and maybe slipped in a bit more for stims and then you would have just had a pure stim pre-workout but because they've got this other stuff in there that's where i feel like it's it's lost its goal because us as supplement enthusiasts we look at it and go oh shit you put citrulline in there but the blend's four grams and that's usually six so straight away you're like like you're already kind of disappointed if you're gonna put it in there put it in there like you do an outlift so and, and Wrong, I feel like that's well you, the thing is i disagree with that completely and i'll i'll i'll, I'll say i'll explain why i disagree because memorage is a good name 
it's a good name it's a solid name it's a proven name it's a it's a pre-workout that is actually liked loved by a lot of people so when you're releasing a new version of hemorrhage it's actually expected that it's going to be as good or well at better than the previous one this is a complete disappointment so if they wanted an energy-based product without tarnishing their own reputation and their own product they should have probably dropped all this nonsense and uh you know release it under a different name and not use hemorrhage and completely tarnish it when you release a hooligan six or hooligan seven and everybody says oh wow it's coming i wonder how much better it's going to be i wonder what they're going to do with this one you know they anticipate a better product and they're getting a better product with this one i'm pretty sure lucas and everybody who like hemorrhage they expected a better product so when this drops this is a complete disappointment I mean, citrulline, you're lucky if you have a gram or two of this, in, uh, of citrulline in this formula. Anyone who understands and everybody, everyone who knows hemorrhage as a product, they know this is a disappointment. You want something, I mean, just make a pill or a powder with caffeine and alpha and uh, alpha yohembi, and it's going to kick ass, and you present it as such, and you charge less money for it, and it's going to be a great product for specifically for energy, but don't try and kind of like uh make money off a good name of a former hit product and tarnish your own reputation and tarnish your own name because that's essentially what you're doing i mean pretty much every ingredient on this list is severely underdosed and we know it but at the same time when you take it you will have energy you hundred i feel like the, i feel like the stems are pretty on point i don't feel like They're definitely on point the stems are that's what, but that's what I think the goal was. But if you, if you click that link that I sent in. But then remove the name hemorrhage or remove the other ingredients and don't embarrass yourself. Yeah, and, see, that's what I feel. I feel it's the other ingredients that, that ruined it for, that not actually ruined 100%, it, but. 100% because it, ingredient. The energy on this, I mean, the stems on this are pretty See, solid. this is, so like, even though the original DMA, uh, hemorrhage or DMA, they have launched several since then. So this is one of them. This was back in 2016. I think this might have been the last one before this one. I can't be too sure. But I don't think this was too far off what we're seeing here. Look, a little more variety, but obviously the... So this was... This, this 2016. But this is kind of... This was similar to yeah. me. A few, but then obviously this was, this was about, I think, maybe four years after the DMAA hemorrhage. But I see what you mean, like, because back in the day, hemorrhage was purely stems. That was a thing. Yeah. But for me, it just, and obviously they wanted to continue that reputation in every version since then because it's known for stems. And I, I don't know, I kind of get lost in it just because, like you said, it's, it was all about the stimulant experience. Yeah. And even the original, the original had some, original had carnosine in it. And even this one has kind of sit in it. So you can see that they've tried to like make it focus on high stem, but still include some of those other things. I mean, let's like, be honest, if they drop citrulline out of the formula altogether, we probably would be a little bit more acceptable. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. I was like, if you took the the three, those two those three big ones, the taurine, the citrulline, the betaine, mm -hmm. and and slipped in I don't know, dynamine, in extra, just something a little bit to like make it pure stem. But it's, I think for the average consumer, they're just going to be like, oh, shit, this is hemorrhage. They'll take it, feel the kick. Yeah. Not, but because we're used to seeing these ingredients, that's where I think the disappointment comes from. And I feel like that they've achieved what they want to do, but it's just that seeing citrulline, 
at an amount that they obviously have it at in another product that's where i get a bit lost as a consumer like if you know outlift six grams citrulline well i think there's i can't remember what there's a citrulline malate but and then you go to this and you're like but it's not this isn't the same dose i would feel really confused as a consumer like if you watched a movie and you loved the superhero and he was jacked as shit and in the sequel he turned into a string bean you'd be like what the fuck like what is why you're confusing me now and that's where i feel like they've hit the stim mark but for 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 simulant for like supplement enthusiasts i think we we, we're all kind of on the same path like why put citrulline in it when you know the amount that it should be as you've shown in those other products the funny thing is if they wanted to include uh, a pump ingredient because like you said this was supposed to be a stim kind of drink but if they did uh put say for example um nitrosogen right so nitrosogen we know is about 1500 milligram to be effective then the four gram or whatever the fuck it is six or four yeah 4.1 gram wouldn't look so suspicious and the woman looks so ridiculous and if it's a if it, it, it and even if it's a, a prop blend they could have used 750 milligram uh of nitrosogen we wouldn't even know yeah. or 300 or whatnot i mean they could have fooled us and saved money because i know that 1500 milligram of full dose of uh, nitrosogen versus say four grams of citrulline citrulline i think is going to be still more expensive and over here you probably have a gram of 500 milligram or a thousand i don't know how much citrulline is in this product but regardless of that See, my guess is one and a half well, i also think that it's somewhere around that area between one and two and but, then maybe the betaine one the taurine yeah and seven, then yeah, you're, probably is... right. you're probably right but nitrosogen if they use nitrosogen and they put it in a problem it would not be looking this i'm sorry to use the word dumb because it looks pretty dumb right now you know it wouldn't look as suspicious but altogether if they just fucking lost citrulline completely and and kind of concentrate on it like you said an extra even though an extra is also yeah. ingredient it would be pretty cool you know they could have used a caffeine mallet to get to something i mean the cheaper, yeah. you know the cheaper shit i don't know juglins or something like that something cheaper yet still legal but something that kick a- kicks ass I think it would be more successful. I think that, like you said, the first three ingredients is what kind of like really gets the trash talking kind of. Like, it's this. That, and, well, when you say four gram blend and citrulines in there, you're kind of like, well, shit. Yeah. I think I feel like it just it just I don't know it, for for supplement enthusiasts. I think it puts us off because, like I said, we've seen them use a good dose. Selling it to selling it to a consumer that knows. I mean, this is a mathematic fact. But if you sell it to somebody who doesn't know, you and I both know that this product, yeah, though, in terms of energy, you're going to get your fucking money worth for sure. You know, but so, you know, somebody's going to take it, uh, you know, a gym rat's going to take the product and he's going to tell his buddies, listen, I took hemorrhage, that shit works. You know, it's strong. It definitely works. You know, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Because they were saying on, on our Instagram post, they had a lot of comments and they're going back and forth saying, you should try it, it hits, you should try it, it hits. And I think it was just, and I, and I, and I understood that that was, the, that was their point, was to make something that hit, which is what Hemorrhage was originally kind of known for, like a hard-hitting pre. And so my guess is, is that they, that's what, that was their goal to achieve. Yeah. But I just feel like they might have been able to 
fine, better response if they didn't put ingredients that weren't going to contribute to that hard-hitting high-stim experience, which citrulline's not going to, betaine's not going to. Uh, and I think that's where, like, they may, because like, a lot of the commenters were obviously annoyed about it, but if they didn't see citrulline in there, I don't think they would have been that disappointed. Of course. So I feel like if they had just made it entirely about stims, swap those things out for something, even if they put all those in a blend, I, I don't know. I just feel like it would have, their message would have been received better just because, like I said, they have achieved what they want to do. But it's just that those two that are obviously not at the amounts that we know them for, that, that makes it a bit, I don't know, off yeah. for me. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Any final comments, questions, queries, quips, or smart-ass remarks from the peanut gallery? This is the last call. Otherwise, we will uh, depart here shortly and uh, allow all you fine individuals to get on with your day. Thank you for tuning in, as always. We appreciate it. Uh, otherwise, we would just be talking about shitty pre-workouts that are <laughs> underdosed and putting a prop blend. Well, the expo is on Monday, and there's, I tell you right now, there's a lot to be talking about next Saturday. What what's what place is this that's holding a fitness expo on Monday? Wax 3D. Wax 3D. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Make sure you pronounce it 3D because I heard the owners like that's just fucking retarded. <laughs> Whacked 3D. Here we go. And if all of you just want to, you know, realize how much nicer it is where you live than where I'm living right now. What's that say? I can't. 108 degrees tomorrow. Can can you give us it in proper proper units? Yes, 102 degrees or 108 degrees in freedom units. Okay, 45.50. That is so 108 degrees in Fahrenheit is. Just convert it for me. It has to be around 45. 42 degrees Celsius. That's not bad, I guess. Fuck! It's like an Africa. Yeah, considering the humidity, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind the heat in because I've been in Vegas when it's been up in the forties and it's but that's bare. Dry. That's very dry. Yeah, I mean the, yeah, the humidity right is only in the forty percent here. Ain't it's forty two percent humidity right now. Oh, so we're okay. Yeah, because I've I've been at I hate the places where it's hard to breathe. Yes, yeah, like, New Orleans. Uh, some of the islands, some of like the the tropical areas. The, yeah. the, I, I just sweat my dick off and it's just there's not much dick to sweat off in the first place so it's uh, it's a uh, that's where the name kiwi this. comes from because it's little I got it now <laughs> hey man kiwis are feisty they pack a lot in a little package there we go <laughs> yeah yeah, like the original Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra concentrated. Yeah, it's not small. It's just concentrated. Beast. Ultra concentrated scoop. <laughs> oh, the Americans come along with their fools, fully dosed. <laughs> yeah, we don't want an Apollo scooper. We want a ultra concentrate. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back full circle. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, mm -hmm. there are no appear to be no other comments coming in or questions. So 
Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the video with family, friends, and loved ones. If you have a question or comment for a future episode recording of The Final Scoop, post it in the comment section below. Shoot me an email, thesupplementengineer.gmail.com. Hit up Shane, Robbie, or Lucas at their respective points of contact. Uh, for more in-depth information, sign up for the... Or the Supplement Engineer Patreon account, either one of those. Oh, you must have subscribed to get that image. (laughs) I signed up last week. You saw me sign up on the uh, thing last week. Yeah, I thought you were just going to unsubscribe as soon as you left. (laughs) What kind of of friend would I be if I did that? The person who hides ads and turns off notifications. Make sure to, <laughs> Sridhar, a lot of you have missed it. <laughs> oh, look at that. That is fantastic. <laughs> He's not wrong. Sridhar, a lot of you have missed out on news like Zoom Pie's Power Pie because you didn't subscribe to Stack or turn off notifications. It's time to change that so you can get all the latest news. I swear I don't pay this guy. <laughs> sure you didn't. He's in the UK right now. <laughs> I just have a question for you, Shane, though. Oh, and God, parting what? thoughts. I came across this the other day when I was looking at something on Stacked. I just wanted to see. Yeah. The new King of Recovery Supplements. Have you tried this? I mean, it's I not right. I've went through two tubs of it. Eric sent me a couple of those. Uh... But where was it? Where's the the list of the best recovery supplements? Oh god, that's going Yeah, yeah, no no no, go all categories. Yeah, that's where I was going. This is still number one. <laughs> yeah, still number one. I still rank that number one. Yeah, flight, overtraining solution, post gym, anabolic comb is not around anymore. Well, neither is amino PM for that matter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Now, see, because I have trouble, I don't really have, because I don't really rank like intra workouts as recovery products. No, that's true. It's such a weird category for me. So it's usually sleep aids and post workouts that I rank, but uh, that that's those are very rare categories. Those two, especially post workout, you don't really get those much anymore. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Thank you one and all for joining us. We will see you all next time on The Final Scoop. Take care. Bye-bye.